Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. As we watch the Golden State Warriors have a little bit more gas left in the tank. The final four minutes, they beat the Celtics 107-97. They tie the NBA Finals up. At two games apiece. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, covering the NBA Finals, NBA.com. Longtime insider, reporter. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. It is Mark Medina who has already turned in his MVP ballot and has Steph Curry on it. Mark, congratulations. I'm sure a lot of people are doing the same thing. Wow. Uh, I, I might need another week before I do this. But, uh, you know, if, the, the, if Steph continues to play this way and the Warriors win, yeah, uh, may as well just turn it in. It's just been unbelievable the way he's been playing. I mean, this is Steph Curry on steroids. It's, uh, it's just mind-boggling, to say the least. 
Well, I don't know that it matters. I don't know that it matters because uh, no one's having a great series on the Celtics. And, look, it was a narrative going in that Steph's never won and, boy, it would be great for it to win. And here he is, you know, leading the – you know, he's got, the, he's got the team tied at two games apiece. Even if he has two monster games and they lose the rest of the way, I still think he's going to win. No, that's a fair point. Um, look, he could become the next Jerry West, right, the guy who's just brilliant even if they lose to the Celtics. But I think here – you know, the Warriors with this win really differentiated themselves because there was such a thin line between facing a 3-1 series deficit uh, and having everyone play like you-know-what versus tying the series, reclaiming home court, feeling good about themselves. And while I do think it's still a long series and the Celtics are certainly not out of this, I think if the Warriors had lost, they would have been out of this because it's just too much of a hole uh, to climb out of a 3-1 series lead and, and knowing there's so many question marks that the Warriors have faced so far this postseason. But, yeah, you know what? I think you make a good point that Steph would deserve a finals MVP even if they did lose. Mark, uh, a change of fortunes here in the fourth quarter. Steph with more juice than we've seen, right? The aggressiveness and then the offensive defenses substitution, Draymond and Jordan Poole, an interesting little push and pull. And though he didn't play well much of the night, Draymond with a bunch of big plays down the stretch to help seal the thing. Yeah, and on top of that, Clay Thompson uh, had a key defensive stop late in the game, forcing the Celtics out of bounds. A very gutsy and I think risky call for Warriors coach Steve Kerr to think about, uh, you know, benching Steph Curry just a few, just to steal a few minutes to open the fourth quarter. But the Warriors didn't wet the bed, and uh, it wound up working out. But look, all things point to Steph Curry just playing out of his mind. Um, I mean, I don't think I'm overstating this. This I think is the best performance that Steph Curry has ever shown in his entire career. That's saying a lot because you know, look, he's the best shooter of all time. He's set numerous shooting records. I think he's the best leader in today's MVP, uh, NBA. I think that he has emerged every season as an even better playmaker, and he's become an underrated defender. So when you put all those things in context and then say this is the best performance, um, it's saying a lot. And they needed every single basket and assist that he made because uh, this was a must-win for the Warriors. and. Uh, there weren't always things going their way, but the thing that was going their way was number 30 in the, in the Warriors uniform. You know, you, let me go back to something you just brought up about the uh, the way that Steve Kerr rested him in the fourth quarter. And I'll tell you, I don't know that he had a choice because what the Celtics had done great in the first three games is, okay, Steph, we're going to give you your points in the first three quarters. We're going to tire you out. We're going to chase you all over the floor. And in the fourth quarter, we're really going to clamp down. And look at what they did to the Warriors in the fourth quarter. Their, their point totals were very low, and Steph Curry couldn't find a way. Uh, this was a genius gamble by him and it worked because hey 10 points for Steph in the fourth quarter when the Celtics have been able to shut him down and they wind up tying the series of two games apiece I mean he rolled sevens that fourth quarter Steve Kerr I mean I don't know that he had any choice but to try to do something different because he had seen this movie the first few games okay Steph's going to go out there he's going to be exhausted by the six minute mark and who knows if he's getting his shots uh sitting him there those first three minutes that really put the Celtics on on edge and Steph came in and he, he had enough legs to get it done well, look, it's a results-oriented business, and Steve Kerr's decision wound up paying off. But I think, you know, the point that I was making is just, look, uh, 
you know, Andrew Wiggins wasn't finding his shot consistently, consistently, nor was Clay Thompson. Until the end of the game, Draymond Green was a liability mm-hmm. on offense. And so I think it, it, the larger point was, you know, the game could get ugly very quickly, even just in a matter of a few minutes. And but by the time Steph Curry's back in the lineup, um, it's just too much of a deficit for even him to climb out of. But you know what? To the Warriors' credit, um, they held the fort down. They didn't make too many mistakes. And, you know, I think Steph came back in and in the nine-minute mark, which is usually about a minute earlier than normal. Uh, so, yeah, all things worked out. But obviously when you roll the dice, there's always risk. Um, but when it comes to Steph, um, you know, he's able to always, you know, put – his teammates in a position to succeed as well as make the best of any coaching decision, whether it helps or hurt his game. I mean, that's how dialed in he was. And I think, keep in mind, guys, that Steph was also not 100%. You know, he was only a game removed where he was feeling some issues with his left foot. And he had talked about, you know, while there was never any question mark whether he would play in game four, he conceded the fact that he had to be icing it. He felt a lot of pain. It, was, it felt a little bit similar to when Marcus Smart dove into his left leg in the regular season. He wound up missing, I think, 11 regular season games before the playoffs started. So, yeah, this is Steph on steroids while not 100%. It's just astronomical, to say the least. Well, you know, tomorrow we commemorate the flu game. This could be the, hey, I came back from my foot game uh, for Steph Curry in one of his <laughs> finals. He's Mark Medina with us, NBA writer, NBA.com. Friend of the show, has been with us for years, NBA writer uh, in the past, USA Today, the Mercury News, etc. Now at NBA.com. Follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. The other genius move is putting him on the bench uh, to start things evidently really got loony a little salty because he came out and played some inspired ball and laid his body on the line, Mark. Yeah, look, Steve Kerr made some gutsy decisions with benching Looney, benching Draymond Green uh, toward middle of the fourth quarter when Mm -hmm. things were tight. Now, he did put him back in the game, and Draymond redeemed himself with some really good passes, uh, some good defensive plays. But, look, Draymond was not happy. You know, he's an all-star caliber player. And this is a pivotal finals game. But I think to Steve Kerr's credit, you know, right now it's all about winning the game and just working with the best combinations and riding the players that are performing well. And I think to Draymond's credit, yes, surely upset and disappointed, but he was able to still be ready when he was thrown out there. It kind of reminds me of this stark contrast of this guy named Russell Westbrook this season where he was salty when he wasn't playing well and was getting benched in crunch time and then was given opportunities, he continued to make mistakes. So I think that's the difference between him and someone like Draymond Green, who is always about taking accountability when he's playing either a good or a bad game. And look, he hasn't played well in this finals in two of the games uh, and most of tonight's game. But one thing that Draymond deserves credit is he knows – how to take accountability and ownership and trying to course correct. And that's what you saw toward the end of tonight's game. NBA Insider, NBA.com, Mark Medina breaking down game four of the NBA Finals with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. All right, now let's go to the other side here because 
Jason Tatum, look, I, I love the fact that he is getting the other players involved. I think he's leading the, end, the, the finals in assists, but he has shot horrendously in, in, the play, in the finals so far, Mark, and he doesn't look like the same guy. He doesn't look like the same confident player. He's passing up shots uh, at the end. What are you seeing from Tatum that, that's turned him on a dime in, in these first four games here? Yeah, well, tonight he was passive. Uh, I think he was forcing shots. He was allowing the Warriors' defense to dictate things. And I think even when he wasn't shooting the ball in game one, he played much differently. I think to Jason Tatum's credit, in game one, he just adjusted his game and found ways to impact with getting 13 assists, getting the role players involved with getting open shots, allowing Jalen Brown to do his thing in isolation situations particularly in crunch time. But here, I don't think that he was able to have an imprint on the game whatsoever. And I think that this illustrates as much as we've seen growth in Jason Tatum and that philosophically, I think he's about the right things as far as his work habits, uh, you know, his intentions, and uh, what he does with trying to address his weaknesses. He's still not a superstar player. He is an all-star caliber player. Don't get me wrong. He is still, I think, 1A and 1B with Jalen Brown, and they should be you know, their long-term solution moving forward. But uh, given where uh, Jason Tatum is, there's still a lot of room for him to grow. And I think for those that thought that you know, he is now this young superstar, like we got to pump the brakes on that. He's not at that level yet, and obviously tonight's game illustrated that. All right, so Monday we will get Game 5 and no weekend games uh, the way the schedule has fallen. Uh, So this was the best of the games, even though it gave us another double-digit margin of victory. What do you expect to see uh, on Monday as we reconvene? Well, look, um, this is the NBA Finals. I thought it was going to be a seven-game series. These two teams are evenly matched. So it's anyone's up for grab, but I think – you know, not only did the Warriors avert disaster with avoiding being down 3-1, but they've reclaimed home court. I suspect that the home crowd's going to be even more amped up. And I think there's a dose of confidence that, hey, maybe this is the potential turning point for the Warriors to, you know, turn a corner, hit their foot on the accelerator, and then try to put the Celtics away for good. But, you know, I have to keep in mind, and everyone should keep in mind that, the Celtics have been very resilient during the regular season in the postseason. They've had a very good track record of bouncing back from games. So, look, if I had to make a prediction, I think the Warriors win, but it's anyone's. I thought the Warriors would win game three. I was wrong. I thought the Warriors would win game one. I was wrong. Basically, I've been predicting <laughs> through this whole ordeal that – they would continue to split each game. So, like, even though I'm wrong with two of them, it's all with the guys of what happened the previous game. So, yeah, it's a seven-game series, so flip a coin on who wins. I don't think moving forward anyone's going to go on a winning streak. So, we'll see what happens. Well, look, and and if, if Steph Curry is out of this world right now, the only other guy nearing that kind of level is Scott Foster. You don't know what impact he could have on the last three games. Yeah, I mean, there was some interesting uh, times today where Steph Curry, I think if there were no witnesses earlier in the game, he would have chucked his mouthpiece at the uh, the men in stripes. I mean, he was getting very irritated that whether it was from three or driving to the basket, he's just getting mauled. 
and there is no whistle at all. So we'll we'll, we'll see on that front. Well, he got a couple of phantom ones down the stretch. Oh, so uh, he got, he got two push-offs on that last drive <laughs> that they sent him to the free-throw line on. It was like, okay, nobody can complain now because uh, those were two calls, the one on Jalen Brown in the backcourt and then, and then the one on Horford that he wound up going to the free-throw line on. It was the biggest play of the game. It's like, okay, so now, all right, a quid pro quo for the last three quarters, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the documentary in a few years, making the comparisons between uh, the Byron Russell and MJ push off to this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina, NBA.com insider covering the finals. Mark, as always, we appreciate your time with us. Uh, enjoy the, re- enjoy the open weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday. All right, appreciate you guys. Thanks, All Mark. Right. There goes Mark Medina. Hey, uh, big stuff there. Because, yes, uh, Scott Foster would be the only other guy that could MVP right now besides Steph Curry. Well, come walking out. I mean, I wonder what his entrance music would be as a WWE heel. Yeah. Uh, there's I mean, no he question. Was, he was the replay ref, and I was waiting for some big replay uh, uh, play to affect the game because he was in the replay uh, room tonight. I'm Watch, like, I gotta oh, th- he's got to do something. That they didn't have a challenge left at that point, when <laughs> Steph, or it was too late, or inside, uh, you know, the, the time and whatever. But Scott like, Foster's I, uh, on the earpiece to the officials. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. We can't. No, come to me. Come to me. I got to do something. No, it, it something. goes back to the same thing. And and look, if we could have extended Mark uh, a little. bit bit it's not the you know that oh look at all the stuff he got away with just saying that you know there there is an evening out that does happen uh and on replay and that's the thing we get the nice slowed down super slow-mo replay you see al horford just kind of with the way his body's contorted but he's just kind of floating by uh, and and you get a little bit, just a little bit of a push, but because he's the you know smaller guy at six four, uh, Steph goes flying. So hey, it all evens out, and superstars get calls, and that's it. And you take advantage of it. And Steph Curry certainly did. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios where we are on Game 4 Overload. The Warriors have enough left in the final four minutes to hold off the Celtics. 107-97, a phenomenal fourth quarter and a phenomenal game from Steph Curry, who has likely cemented MVP honors regardless as to whether or not the Warriors win or not. Um, but now we're starting here from some of the particulars after the game is over. Uh, we heard from Clay Thompson a little bit ago. Going to hear from him. But right now, going to hear from Steve Kerr, who just got done talking to the media a couple of moments ago. And he began talking about Steph Curry's emotions and how this played into the game. Stefan was, you know, very emotional and very outwardly just showing lots of emotion. When he is displaying that kind of feeling throughout the entire game, just what 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 can you tell about the way that, he, that he's feeling in the game when he does that? Or does, do you think that that kind of just injects the rest of your team with some other kind of juice? Well, everybody was emotional tonight. I mean, we, you know, down 2-1, we had to come out with um, some desperation, uh, more physicality than we showed in game three. So it was a it was a team wide um, sense of um, aggression and and emotion, and that started right from the opening tip. So uh, you know, Steph obviously um, doesn't normally show a lot of emotion, but um, a night like tonight um, warranted it. Tim in the back. Steve, obviously you don't normally take Draymond out in the middle of the fourth quarter of a game like this. What was the thinking of that? Did you see his reaction after, which was pretty emotional? Wait, and so wait was stop it for a second, stop for a second, stop, stop for a second. I really want him to say he had to record his podcast. 
I really want to hear him say that. He had to go. He had another 10 minutes left to go on his podcast. Okay, let's, uh, let's, hear, more. let's hear more from him. Uh, because he was out there for he was out for a while, but then you went offense defense with him and pull. Uh, yeah, so we took him out um, and put Loon in, I think, around the eight-minute mark maybe, yeah, 7.40, and, uh, which was our plan anyway. But Loon was playing so well, and Jordan Poole was playing so well, so we just stayed with the group. We we generally do that. I mean, like, like most uh, coaches. Is if you've got a group that's that's going well, you just stay with it. And then, you know, the last few minutes, we just went to kind of an offense-defense pattern with uh, Draymond and, and Jordan alternating. All right, so there's a little bit of Steve Kerr talking about the emotions for Steph Curry and, and taking Draymond out of the game. And, look, this is what I mean when that Steve Kerr had genius gambles tonight, right? Because the first gamble was – keeping Steph on the bench for the beginning of the fourth quarter, right? And I'm sure playing him for the entire fourth quarter was on the table. I mean, this is a game you absolutely have to have if you're the Warriors. And he sits for the first three minutes. The Celtics take the lead, but it doesn't get far away from them. Steph has enough gas to be able to have a great fourth quarter where maybe he would have been exhausted if he started off playing it. By the time he got to the three-minute mark, he's got nothing left. Rolling sevens on a gamble you have to take. Same thing with Draymond Green, right? You heard the reporter's question. You don't usually take Draymond out. Got to gamble. Got to do it. I got, you know, with, with Looney playing well, I got to go to him. And, and Draymond is having a really crappy series is basically what he's saying. Uh, you know, we like this. We like this. Hey, we had to do this. These were gambles that Steve Kerr had to take. And uh, from the one perspective, you could say, well, it's easy if there's gambles he had to take, uh, but it's another thing to actually do them when they're involving players that you have bled and sweated with for the past seven years and winning titles and saying, hey, Steph, you're going to sit for the first what? Yes, Steph, you need to sit. I know. I know. You need to sit. We need to try something new. Draymond, you're sitting. What? Yes, you're sitting. You've been off. I I know. We've been through everything together, but you have to sit. Uh, These are gambles that are really hard to say when you're taking your big contributors and you're saying you need to sit for a little bit because we're playing differently. Um, I don't know that a lot of coaches would do that. And and for all the conversations we have about best coaches in the NBA, we always we talk about Popovich and Nick Nurse and Steve Kerr's name you know, and Eric Spolstra. And Steve Kerr's name is never one of the first two or three names you hear. And I'm like, he's been the best coach and hasn't been close. right? Other guys have been really good. right? Spolstra's been good. Nick Nurse. Um, Steve Kerr showed up in Golden State and said, hey, we're going to do things this way. And suddenly Steph Curry turns into the greatest shooter we've ever seen in the NBA and Clay Thompson scoring 25 points in the first quarter every other game and they're winning title after title after title and they're getting Kevin Durant to come in and figuring that out now here they are back in the finals and it figured that out when they haven't really had any additions other than hey our draft picks are getting better Steve Kerr does not get the credit because look I get that we give it to Steph and Clay and the Splash Brothers and it was so interesting and here comes Kevin Durant who's the best player in the game for a few years but uh yeah you kind of win with Hall of Fame talent and everybody has Hall of Fame talent when they get to the NBA Finals. There's a reason why the Warriors are winning and there's a reason why they get there. And and Steve Kerr just doesn't get the credit that he should. It's amazing. Well, he's the next generation of the guy he played for and Phil Jackson. It's like, ah, he's got Steph and, and Clay, and depending on who you are and how much you like or dislike Draymond Green, you include him or you don't. Because there's some folks going, well, I mean, would he have this? Would he be doing this if he wasn't part of the Warriors? Well, he was. And would the Warriors have won Steph and Clay and Steve Kerr if Draymond isn't there? You don't have to like all the antics. I don't think you do, especially if you're not a Warriors fan. 
But you you got to recognize where a guy has been good and, and great oftentimes of getting the best out of his players. Is it a talk that he's going to have to have with Draymond after he's finished recording his podcast? Absolutely. And obviously <laughs> we'll see what Draymond has to say, you know, in the post game because obviously you can't give it all since you're going to go and record shortly thereafter. But it, it's just the idea of, you know, tough decisions, money time, and there, there's a level of trust, I think. As much as Draymond might have been outwardly, you know, kind of cheesed off about it all. I got cheesed. You said cheesed up. Mm, yeah, because it's, it's been a long night for you, and I knew you wanted to talk about some cheese. Uh, well, no, I, I actually, I, you excited. know what? I actually do have a cheese conversation after. I do have a cheese. Go ahead. Keep going. Go See ahead. what I did there? That's no, good. I do. I have a I cheese. I have a big an idea. I have a big cheese thing to say. I, it's very big. I, I will tell you. Go ahead. Keep no, going. No, it's great. But, yeah, just, just the idea of even if he was upset, that you've got to trust the fact that you guys have been going on a decade together and, and have had such great successes and obviously the last couple of years frustrations not only in results but also you know allegedly you know some dust-ups along the way and certainly uh the the ebb and flow of their seasons the last couple of years not exactly the best with the number of injuries and and inconsistency that you've seen but you've got to trust that even in the moment all right you can be mad at me but you're going to get over it right it's like any longer term relationship may not like it in the moment what they did, what they said, how they reacted to a situation, right? Person, uh, co-worker, uh, boss, whatever. But if you got some skin in the game, you're, you're going to get over it. And, and for Draymond Green, he came out and, look, if, it, if that's what made him play like he did those final minutes. Because remember, final 5-18 of the game, the Celtics scored three points. Three points. And so we talk about championship medal. We talk about the intensity. Steph Curry is going to get all the headlines, and deservedly so, for the monster performance that he put on. But Draymond Green, after all of the offense-defense substitution that Curry referred to, he made some really big plays for them, particularly on the offensive end, to get the ball back into Curry's hand. See, I was going to say Steve Kerr for the win. But, mm. you know, to get the ball back in Curry's hands, to find the open shooter, and, and a little bit of love for the, the other veterans in the process that aren't going to show up necessarily in the box score. Because now we got to talk about Jason Tatum again next hour uh, and his disappearing act uh, as we preview <laughs> Game 5. But it, Steve Kerr, you know, it's, it's a mitigated risk because – if these guys are what they've proclaimed to be and how they've set up their careers, uh, you, you got to get over it and just recognize that you're now being challenged and be a man and, and go man up. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. All right, we'll find out everything trending in the wide world of sports. We're going to hear from Clay Thompson as well, going to celebrate the NBA Finals the best way we know how, if you know what that means. But I did, yes, yes, but not yet because we have to have a cheese conversation. So I actually meant to tell you this the other day, right? Okay. So tie your shirt, hop on because I want, I, you know, I know, I know this, this is going to make you, make you just go crazy. I, so. There's a guy read a, a column. I was, I was surfing the web the other day and a guy went to McDonald's and he tried customization on all their big food items. He okay. tried all these different, like over the course of like two months, right? He tried all these different customizations. He goes, these are the ones that worked out the best. And the number one one was get a Big Mac and get it with extra cheese 
and extra sauce. And he outlines the whole he outlines the whole reason why the you need more cheese on it. The extra sauce is able to bind the burgers together, and 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 it, the flavor is just incredible. I go, you're going to get more flavor out of. I said, okay, well I got to try this. So I go so I go for lunch today, and I see I'm a Big Mac. I'm gonna say extra cheese and extra sauce. Okay, and I get it. I mean, it was really messy. But my goodness, it was incredible. I can't tell you how good that was with extra sauce and extra cheese you. because it was moist all the way through, and it doesn't matter. The patties are thin. Oh, it you was, said the it magic was in, word. It was incredibly moist. good. Mm, moist. It was so moist and juicy and delicious. It was. I, it, I'm never going to have a Big Mac not that way again. Whenever I get a Big Mac attack, which happens pretty often, uh, it's going to be <laughs> extra cheese extra sauce and forget about oh let's pull the middle piece of bread out no that that that's always i i always knew never do that then it just it, the burger just doesn't taste the same but well as get, monica called it on oh, friends it's the moist maker yes 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 there's so many different ways and uh, there's other ha- there's other hacks i want to try other stuff but that was number one i'm like okay i gotta try it and i was like yeah let's oh, do I it i thought you were gonna start naming so radio good. hacks what are you oh, doing no, no. <laughs> i meant up friday I, night right naming names jason yeah. smith i'm gonna go watch gene smart and hacks that's what i mean i'm gonna do uh, Pretty good. I just uh, finished the latest episode. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it, it's a, gets a little derivative. Like I feel like the yeah. episodes are all the same. She gets upset at Gene Smart. Gene Smart has to forgive her, and then they move. On. I feel like it's you know it's a little bit of the same familiar territory. Uh, but l- l- let's not bury the lead here. Trust me, that Big Mac, extra cheese and extra sauce, hundred percent. You can, extra it is, sauce. It is the absolute best. I mean, the extra sauce probably means a little bit more than the extra cheese. But you know, like why wouldn't I get extra cheese on it? I don't know why I haven't done that before. Hey, extra cheese. Really, um, it's really? a thirty. <laughs> Cents more. Yes, give me the. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's seventy five dollars for me to get the sandwich and, and fries anyway because of inflation. So if an extra piece of cheese is thirty cents, great. Throw it on seventy five. Where are you going, dude? It is. I, I can't. That that's you know that's the part of inflation that's that I see the most. Like when I go to get fast food or someplace quick for dinner, something that used to be like like twenty three, twenty five dollars for for me and Zoe and Pam. Now it's like forty dollars. I'm like, oh, it's like the, everything is almost doubling, and it's over. I'm like, oh. How many times can I go to? How am I going to McDonald's and I'm getting three meals and it's thirty eight dollars? I mean that that shouldn't be. And when I say three meals, I mean one for me, one for Pam, and one for Zoe. Not I'm oh, getting three meals. Thanks okay? for clarifying. I'm getting one meal. Each of them are getting one. Okay, I'm not he going. Knew to, his, he knew his audience. Like oh damn. Yeah, I would have a quarter pounder and a Big Mac and a Diet Coke. You know what? Yeah, I wouldn't have judged you, buddy. I wouldn't oh, have judged you. I uh, that, I'll tell you, you that. Do you? That there's no inflation where you see it more start. Well, there's out getting gasoline, obviously. But I was going to say food, you've gotten gas, buddy, because we've been back in the studio. Getting so. fast food is that is that is where you go. Wow, this is really starting to really dig into my wallet now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and... And listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, there is no delay. It's time to do it. Game four of the NBA Finals is over. Magic Johnson is tweeting, so we have to play... And now, it's the Magic Johnson Twitter game. Here we go. No bigger vanilla and obvious tweeter than Magic Johnson. So here's the game. I give you the tweet. Your job is simply to tell me if it's a Magic Johnson tweet or made up entirely by me. Playing as myself, Mike Harmon, Alex Teichert, Steve DeSager. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. Let's go. Steph Curry continues his dominant play, putting up 43 points and 10 rebounds to lead the Warriors' 107-97 win over the Celtics. He got help tonight from Klay Thompson with 18 points and Wiggins with 17 points and 16 wow. rebounds. That's a lot. Is that a Magic Johnson 
tweet. See, here's the thing. It reads like the magic tweet, but I can't no. count characters as you read. I'll say no. I really wish I could count cards that fast. That's tough, That's tough Rain Man. That's tough. But I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. What's the max characters for Twitter now? Ted Glazewski, big clue. The, 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 the legend, no magic, magic, magic gets a thousand. He gets a he thousand gets a th- characters. Why? No, because he's magic. It's magic. No, yeah. I feel no. like Elon would because he bought it. Uh, uh, well, I'm gonna say, not yet. I feel like he's you, magic. The rules disappear. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, Steve. Thank you. I'm gonna go with yes. You're gonna start with one. Yes. That is a magic. Let's go. Johnson tweet. Very Step good. Step up, Steve. <laughs> Steve Kerr made a bold move limiting Draymond's minutes in the fourth quarter. His decision turned out to be good for the Warriors. Is that a Magic Johnson tweet? Uh, I'm going to go no. Yes, I know. Oh, gosh. Let's be opposite. I'm going to say yes. So you're only going and saying yes because the other two said no. It's opposite, Does, George. Do you need to have a reason for this game? Like, it's just whatever, That's right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, that is... A match. Let's go. What? Yes. I was waiting for Harmon to go. Oh, he's never going to say anything bad about a star. He's not going to upset draft. Oh, there it is. That's that's the closest thing Magic's ever had to a hot take in his life. No, that's right. That's pretty hot. Good. That's impressive. That's really, really hot. Well, he's. You know what? He got a lot of criticism for uh, suddenly being on. You know, and part of the game coverage for Game One. So, like, uh, maybe it was finally time. Steph Curry is proving to be the MVP of this series oh, through boy. four games. Oh, is that taste. a no. Magic Johnson tweet? That sounds like you wanting everybody to vote already. I'll say <laughs> yeah, no. That, that's a Jason Smith tweet. <laughs> Rock the vote. Rock the vote. That is a Jason Smith tweet. That is a Jason Smith Let's tweet. Let's go. Yes, very nice. Yes, Good job, yes. team. Very now, nice. if the media have voted, do they get one of those stickers to put on their shirt? <laughs> I have voted. I voted. I voted Steph. And you have to put. You have to write Steph under it, right? We voted. We voted. And then we have other alternate stickers of I didn't vote you to all NBA, thereby mm-hmm. costing you millions of dollars. <laughs> the Celtics couldn't get out of their own way in the fourth quarter. They kept launching and missing three-pointers. Yes, well, that's, that's quite accurate. Magic Johnson tweet. I can't see him saying that. No, I just want it to be true. Okay, <laughs> can you read it one more time? The Celtics couldn't get out of their own way in the fourth quarter. They oh. kept launching and missing three pointers. Worthy would say that he hates the Celtics quite publicly. Well, uh, Worthy would just fall down for ten seconds, weep, then get up and say that. That's what. Wow. He would start the James, you're going at him. Wow. He would just start clapping before speaking after a Boston <laughs> loss. You know what? I'm glad Steve filibustered here for me. I'm going to say yes. That is. Don't say anything else. A magic. Let's go. Johnson How about that? I just wanted it to be true because it was, well, I mean, it was point blank the right right call. (laughs) The Warriors get a must win in game four to tie the series at 2-2, beating the Celtics 107-97. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No, it's not. No. Fine, yes. I'm going to salute him and say, way to go, Captain, but no. You've worn me down. That is... 
not. The perfect game. I'm going home. Tweet. Ty Shirt is perfect Goodbye. through five. Goodbye. Breaking news. He's perfect through five. He's being uh, pulled, though. He's being pulled on a one-two count. Dave Roberts <laughs> is taking him out of the game. Coming up next, you'll hear from Draymond, Jason Tatum. Game four breakdown. Keep it here, Fox. I'm not going out, coach. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.